Shit. You are recording now. Two, three, four, five. Go. Oh, you're not counting down. I'm <laughs> <laughs> counting up. Hello, everyone. I'm Sissy. And, and I'm Bree. We did that backwards. And it's, it's BS. Well, hey, everyone. <laughs> Good insert time of day that you are listening to our podcast to. Good morning, afternoon, day. <laughs> Welcome back to the from the two year hiatus that we took on It's BS. Casual. Super time. chill. No one even noticed it because of COVID. It's totally fine. It's COVID t- happened. Roe v. Wade. Oh, we're not going to get into that. Trump versus <laughs> Biden. My gosh. Um, so a lot has happened, but we're back. Yes. And we're here with another episode, and it's a great episode, partially because I get to talk about myself and also my lovely girlfriend, who I will introduce in like five seconds after I tell you what this episode is about. It's about bisexuality. Fireworks, baby. No, not fireworks. We don't like fireworks. Um, We're normalizing it. (laughs) Anyway. Casual pop champagne. There, there you go. Pop a pop a champagne. champagne. That Great works. campaign. Yeah. Bree, introduce your lover, please. Oh, so <laughs> yes, on this episode we're talking about bisexuality, and of course, we have to bring my better half in, Ms. Natalie Nestor. She's um yeah. <laughs> she she did jazz hands for everyone. Um she is my everything, my forever and always. She's the love of my life the person I'm going to marry and maybe have kids with, depending on the state of the world. Um, she's Hi. awesome and incredible and amazing. And Nat. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Did Thanks I did coming. I miss anything in introducing you? No, you included a, a lot, actually. <laughs> Was I not supposed to? <laughs> no, you, you can. It's your podcast. Okay, do you want to add anything? Do you um, want to introduce yourself more? What do I... What Where are I you say? from? What do you do? What's going on? I'm from Park City, Utah. Well, not originally. I was born in San no, Francisco. No, we don't need to but get I'm from Park. I say I'm from Park City. Mm-hmm. Again, um, you're giving too much information. Identity theft is not a joke. And <laughs> I work for Julie Nestor Gallery. Love technically Hi. as an art consultant, which makes me okay, she's real fancy. fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dating Brie. Yay! Okay, we love this. Do you want to give him a brief synopsis of how we met? Yeah, we met at a um, soiree. Okay. <laughs> love this. Love this. <laughs> Just like a get together of friends. Technically, we met through like a mutual friend. Okay, and, great. Yeah. And I, you walked in the Airbnb straight and you left the next morning a full-fledged bisexual. Yeah. Which well, was... We'll ev- go into we'll go into later. Yes, but that was yeah, like wait. every bisexual's dream is that I turned a straight girl bisexual. So you like check... I think it might be on my bucket list. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Good for you, Brie. We I should know. check that. <laughs> we should Because you know that we we looked at it. In our last episode, we looked at your written list. Oh, yeah, we did. Bucket list items. It might be in there. I'll, we need to look at it again then. We'll go. Yeah. 
source and in our next episode we'll update you on mm-hmm. if it is and if it is it will be crossed off okay perfect all right here we go you all know the business uh what we're gonna say our bs's of the week or the last no i we shouldn't do the last two years because we'll oh my god there's way too many things yeah it wouldn't be about bisexuality no, no it would be bs bs the of the yeah. week if you have yours, would you like to start as our guest? Yeah, I need Ooh. to like think about it in my mind, though, how I'm going to say it. That's um, usually how thinking works. Yes, every week. Um, it's so funny because Brie and I, like, you know, it's been two years since we've done this podcast, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, shit. What's what BS of the week? And <laughs> I, also I should have had two years to prepare for this moment. But also, we knew we were doing this tonight, and this is the first time that I'm thinking about what my BS of the week I thought is. about it before any of you guys did. I know. The only reason you're thinking about it is because I brought it up. I know. I honestly, I don't even know if we would have talked fan, about it. A if... true fan of the podcast. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm so uh, excited okay, to my have BS, you start. My BS of the week is... Okay, go. What's my BS of the week? Okay, when i'm nervous is this about me no it's not about you at all okay she like looked she gave me a look like i'm trying to in. i know i'm oh, trying I to exactly word it what correctly. i'm gonna say i'm trying to word it correctly when people express their emotions in judgmental mean ways rather than actually saying how they feel Ooh, Natalie, yes. that's beautiful that is BS. Good job. That's BS. Because yeah. you want to know what's sexy, vulnerability. And no one does it these days. So cheers to that, sister. Cheers, sisters. You're not my sister, and that's be really weird if you were. Let's not. No, let's not go into that. What's your going. BS of the week? Anyways, this one is like totally shallow compared to what now. Oh, that's fine. Said. It's fine. But like it's been really hot in Utah. Oh. Um like really really just unbelievably hot and i live in park city and these two live in salt lake so like i'm privileged yep. in the sense that it's like probably 10, 10 degrees cooler 10. than it is down here but like <sighs> ladies and gents it's bs that my Wait, I have another one. freaking oh. father oh oh no this man what does not keep it at he has not invested in air conditioning oh, for my house no. yeah yeah it's like averaging 90 there's, on the days. You're saying there's no air conditioning in your entire house. There's no air conditioning in my house. Because when they built it like 20 it plus years it ago, it didn't it was only it. like 75 in the summer. Yes. And so now like I'm sweating. Global warming I am, isn't real though. <laughs> oh my God. And he's, it's ridiculous. Cause like he knows that it's getting hotter, but he's just, I think a little bit in denial in denial about it you know because he's like well it's so much colder up here than it is in salt lake and i'm like but it's still high 80s yeah, but it's and nine, if you're listening dad nine. i'm sorry i just i can't anymore i, mean, I can't, can't handle it, it. Like, it's so no, bad it but, is bs to voluntarily not have air conditioning yes. also and that I the other that. thing that is bs about that is that the people who are like just buy like a stand-up fan no, because you know what it's doing? It's just blowing hot air onto me. It yeah. doesn't cool it down enough for me to be like, this is oh, this I is know. comfortable and nice. And no. We, and that's 
that's the best my, solution we have. My so I just feel the hot air blowing on me every fifteen you, seconds. My you want another one? Because otherwise. I just gave mine to my parents, but I could pick it up and bring it to your house. Would what you like is it? it? It's like just, a mobile? It's no. just a stand up fan. Another Sissy wants fan. air no, conditioning. I want air conditioning. Okay. I want a two thousand dollar unit. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have I have a solution. A, a little bit of a solution. Okay. You can order like a portable air conditioning thing to like sit on a yeah. desk or by your bed. I know. Like that might be your move if it dad has, isn't like. It has to be my move. Me and my mom don't do well in the heat. I so don't when either. It, when uh, it's yeah. like 3 to 7 p.m., I like, I shut down as a human being. Yeah, Like I fair. can't. Welcome to our air conditioned apartment. Yeah, thank you. But it's not even that great because Oh, it, trust me? No, compared the to fact that I am not sweating right now is lovely. Um, it's very nice. You guys did well. Oh, we're gonna do even okay, better. What's your, I'm so excited. What's your BS of the week? My BS of the week is Um I had another one and then I lost it. Well that's okay because <sighs> you you're coming on again, so you'll save it for then. Yeah, just remember it at some point in this next, like, 45 minutes. My BS of the week, because it's the only thing I can think of right now, is that I might have just changed it. Is that Zach doesn't live here anymore. Yes! <laughs> That's a BS! I know that Zach's listening to this. I know! Because not to come home. Baby, come back. Baby, come back. Um, because oh. not only does sis miss him, but we also miss him. And yeah. we only got to hang out one time before he left. I know. Here's a little background story, listeners. Um, you probably all know me. But if you by chance yeah. don't, my wonderful, beautiful man, my boyfriend, uh, moved back east. And he's there. And it's only been about a week, but I'm like a little bit sad about it. But he's only there for like oh. six months, so it's okay. Yeah, but it's I'm still sad. I don't. It's BS. I couldn't. I hate to interrupt, but I remembered my second BS mm. of the week. Okay, but good one, Brie. When that really yeah, that one. was a good one. <clears throat> when <laughs> you're about to close the store that you work at, yeah, and someone walks in right when you're about to close. And they just like chat your ear off for like 15 minutes. I gotta be honest, Nat, that was me today at a cup of coffee <laughs> in Redstone. <laughs> I to be totally honest. I didn't know that they closed at one o'clock. What coffee shop closes at one o'clock? Anyway, okay, accurate. I walked in at 101, right? She was like kinda she kind of got like like a mean eye to me when I like walked up and I was like, hey, I'm gonna get a grilled cheese and a white rose mocha. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, of course I'm sure. Like, what are you talking about? And then she was like, well, we closed like a minute ago. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, do you guys always close at this time? And then I chatted her up. <laughs> so like, I am that human and okay. I'm working on it. But, however, but did you get your order? Or I ended did you... up getting the drink. I didn't get the grilled cheese. Okay. okay. That's, yeah. However, okay. Yeah. it's a coffee shop that usually doesn't close at one. That's one o'clock right. in the afternoon. They usually close at four p.m. Right, mind you. I work at an oh, art gallery. Oh, it's and a we close different. at five. It's not like it's like one in the afternoon, like a weird time to close. Like it's like five o'clock, and like yeah. this lady walks in, and there's like nobody else in the gallery. 
and she just like walks around and she's like asking how business things work and how also you lady, split money through like between the artist and the gallery and if you're not like, there to actually buy art at five o'clock come back tomorrow and ask all these get questions. the fuck out right <laughs> Did she not buy anything at the oh, end? Oh, no. She was an artist, like, trying to, like, come, oh. like, yeah. Pretend that she's, she just wants her art in the gallery, which, and I, um, FYI, for anyone out there, that's not the way to get into the Julie Nestor gallery. Do not walk in there and say, are you guys taking new, no, they're not. And you're probably not good <laughs> enough anyway, so. <laughs> I'd just like to note, since you guys can't see Brie is just like very expressive with her arms and her hands. <laughs> Waving a pen around as I'm saying. And it this. just shows how much love she has for Natalie and the Nesters to be that passionate about that statement. It is mainly it's just because like I just like want to see my girlfriend sooner and like you standing there for 15 minutes is like not it's 15 minutes of less time that I get with her when she gets home from work and I'm not about it. You guys are so stinking cute. Also, that's not her business. Julie chooses artists for the Julie Nestor Gallery. I Natalie kept, Nestor does not saying, do like, it. Enough said. Period. I, I kept saying, like, Julie has a process that I don't know all about. Julie chooses. Like, Julie has set these rules. Julie, I'm like, I clearly don't know You're like, all of bitch, the answers. My name is Natalie. And. Also, I kept, like, doing the thing where I was, like, looking away back at my screen, yeah. like, in yeah. the middle of the conversation to try to, like, end the conversation. Yes. And she just, like, wasn't People don't getting get it. No. I know. And she just, like, kept talking to me. Yeah. And I was, like, not doing anything important. I was actually looking at, like, top 10 cities in Canada to live in because... That's where we're going. Because... Yeah. The U.S. is a yeah. rough place right now. Yeah. I was about to say something naughty. But I wasn't doing, like, work, but I kept, like, looking back at the screen to, like, act like I was, like... I offered to call her work. and ask and be like, hi, where are you? So that, so I could that be she like, could be like, I'm running oh. a little late, loudly enough for the lady to hear. That's and valid. then I was like, or I'm thinking that I'm just going to, like, walk into the back and, like, turn so all the bad. lights off. Like, it would have been, been, been worse. <laughs> That's what the coffee lady did to me today. Really? She turned off the lights. So I but didn't here's sit the down. thing, though. Uh, what I was worried about with that is that I have a feeling because of what it sounds like the type of person she is, she wouldn't have gotten the hint. No, she wouldn't have. And she, there was, like, something else going on. Like, she was the kind of lady that I was like, you're not picking up on, like, these basic cues that I'm, I'm like, down. giving. Yeah. Honestly, do you think that's it? covid thing yes yes yeah. i feel like it's a covid thing i feel like people who totally. didn't have it before have lost it all and like even people who might have had it like it's just like gone now like people don't know how to interact with other people okay we need or to like take get back social our... cues okay we need to get back onto our topic here what was that but there's just so much to talk maybe we should have a separate episode about like covid being bs yeah oh yeah we later can, we later totally um you guys need to make a list and we, we have, have a one. list but but you need to add to it and it's actually, ridiculous to actually start making episodes off of the list see this is why nat's our guest because <laughs> maybe i should need be to like be your manager or something <laughs> yeah, no valid jar what what you're at five what's going on 
What are they doing? What? A little insight into our relationship. Nat and I, when we first started dating, literally probably... Oh, did someone leave the door to the... Titan? Sorry, our cat is doing something she's not supposed to. But an insight into our relationship, like two or four days into our relationship, um, Nat and I were being very sassy to each other, and we referenced New Girl, how there's a a douchebag jar, I love New Girl. So we... Schmitty's New douchebag jar. So we have a sass jar which we jar oh. each other on and that was a jar. So now Do it, you guys actually put money yeah, in the jar? Well, jar. it's not money. Show me. Anything that fits into the top of the jar that's like non-perishable can go into the jar. That is so fun. So Nat's up to five. Oh my gosh. I'm For all of you listeners, I'm looking at the jar. <laughs> oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Okay, there's a coupon. It's anything that can fit into the top of the jar. (laughs) Delicious probiotic drinks. Well, we've decided to keep that because that wasn't supposed to be in there, but... A chopstick. Yeah. Well, sometimes we decided, like, we're really broke and, like, sometimes we're not going to have, like, money to put into the jar. Guys, there is straight up some (laughs) garden herb ranch sauce (laughs) Chick-fil-A. You guys, you said non-perishable items. I feel like, how long has this been in here? Dude, but they don't refrigerate this at Chick-fil-A. I won't lie. That's You have fake IDs in here? (laughs) Two. (laughs) Why do you have fake IDs? Okay, actually, this is a funny story. I'm not going to lie. No, we're getting off topic. Oh, my gosh. Is this your little sister speaking? Yeah, Yeah. this one's mine. (gasps) Okay. Texas and South Carolina. Did you ever have a fake ID? Yeah. I didn't. You did? Yes. Where is it? I want to see it. Oh, it's it's long gone. Oh, you got it taken away. Did you throw it away? Oh, I got it taken away. No. (laughs) What is she doing? I won't Close lie. the bedroom I, door. I never got the fake ID. I I didn't do that. But that's okay. Look at how cute she is sneaking over there. Okay, oh, you have you? a you have a St. Patrick's Day necklace that I'm gonna put on for some reason. A lot of bottle caps. Okay, so it's not just straight money. No. No. That's kind of like there's actually not a lot of money at all. <laughs> no, but it's mostly not money. <laughs> Honestly, like I only found a couple of coins in here. Yeah, we're broke. We're so broke. And also, <laughs> no one has change anymore. Right. Like, it's not like you guys are casually carrying around money. Wait, where's my... I can star. actually put change in there, right? Oh, my God. We oh. are getting so off topic. Okay. Anyway, So, let's get into actually what we're supposed to be talking about this episode, which is bisexuality. Well, I think the whole reason that... Well, besides one, the fact that Natalie lives two. here... Three, I think the whole reason that she's a guest is because four, we want to five. talk about your guys' journeys. Yes, we are becoming bisexual, right? Have wa- we have wanted Natalie on to talk about this for a very long time, actually, because Nat and I have very different. Can you tell jo- the listeners joinies. How, how long you guys have been dating? A year, a year and, and a half. Okay, almost exactly. Okay, and let's talk about both of your journeys. Bree, you you start. Okay. About figuring out how you were bisexual and like what it was like meeting natalie because is natalie your first female lover (laughs) that was phrased really weird sorry what do you mean by lover like you know someone that you (laughs) fell with at night (laughs) you know uh yeah okay yeah yeah i mean like what 
Natalie's giving her a look. What you told you... me something that I don't know? What are you, what is this for? No, I'm like, you just tell your, tell your, like, just tell story. your story. Yeah. Pop off. Story. Okay. I'm here for it. So, I am bisexual. <laughs> um, Nat and I talked about this the other day. Well, I will speak for myself because she can tell her story. Um, I, te- I technically am pansexual, which for those who don't know, pansexual, like, means that you can fall in love with any person regardless of their gender, where bisexuality specifies man or woman as a gender who you fall in love with but a lot of people don't know what pansexuality is and frankly i don't have the time to educate everyone about <laughs> bless you that was so loud oh, <laughs> bless you thanks did you take another allergy pill yeah I did. okay um i don't have the time and also it's not my job to educate you on like lgbt TQ, like the alphabet mafia, like you need to go do that on your own time. Pop off, queen. So I just identify as bisexual because majority of people know what that means and it's just easier than that. Explaining pansexuality. And sp- yeah, explaining it every time yeah. I try and to it's say harder, that. It's harder for people to understand pansexuality. Yeah, that's right. also very true. Right. If you don't believe that there is more than two genders, then you're going to have a really hard time understanding pansexuality right anywho so i like started to accept i don't like using that word but like come to the conclusion that i was like bisexual in college okay so it was a later thing sophomore or yeah but like i had those thoughts like throughout my life since I can remember really right but the thing and I just told Nat this the other day like the thing that happens to me that I still do I did it the other day we were watching Love Island and I was like that girl is like really hot like I'm really attracted to her I would date her I don't know if I said I would date her but it was something along those lines and we were talking about like our top three, like, who we're most attracted to on the Love Island season. Like, top three people. It doesn't need to be a man, doesn't need to be a woman. And we both, like, named off our top three. And so, like, we both are, like, attracted to this one woman on the show. Tasha. And, yeah, if you watch <laughs> the, clear, the UK yeah. Love Island, it's Tasha. And Brie, like, after, like, both of us have continued to be like, oh, my God, look at her cute outfit. Like, yeah. she's so hot. Like, that she kind of thing. She has cute freckles. And like, like yeah. yeah. Like, we'll just, like, point out things about her because we're, like, both mutually, like, attracted to this woman. But, so we were doing that. And then I said it out loud and was, like, fully confident in that answer. And then immediately after, in my head, I did the thing that I always used to do, like, throughout high school really is when I remember doing it of like having that same feeling, but not like to that extent, like having that same feeling, but not identifying that as like, I'm sexually attracted to that person and immediately going to the reason that I'm feeling that way about that person is because I don't have close girlfriends and I want to be friends with that girl. Not like I'm 
attracted to I'm her. I'm bisexual and I'm attracted to her. Yeah. And I did that and like told Matt that I was like, I still sometimes, I don't do it all the time now, but like that used to be the thing and that used to be my. Like just, like justification. Hi. Um, yeah, it used to be my justification for like me being straight. And like I was in the GSA in high school, the Gay Straight Alliance, and I thought I was like the best ally there ever was. <laughs> be- be- yeah. Be- yeah. And I was doing such a good job at it because as it turns out, I was actually a bisexual. There we have it, folks. That's so not what, the so that's not the end the, of my story. Like, oh, like, continue it because we have to we have to take a break. Oh, we do for our advertisement that isn't a thing. But Julie Nestor Julie Gallery. Gallery, if you want to put one here, <laughs> you can. It's in Park City, Utah. It's right next to that really nice new brewery offset. Offset. Have you guys been there? It's so nice. Yes, it is. I love it. I Alrighty, like we're beer. we're gonna fade in. Three, two, <laughs> one. See you guys. Okay. Alrighty. Welcome back. We're back. So, um, to finish this story, it was I, it was probably sophomore year of college. I have weird timelines because I took semesters off, so I don't really know. But I like had started to accept it in myself that I was bisexual, and like when I would see like a man or a woman or someone, or I would talk to someone who I was like, oh, like I like that person more than a friend. I would be like, okay, like I am allowing myself to have those feelings and it's okay and I know it. And I went to a party at my old house. I wasn't living there at the time, but it was like a birthday party or something, I don't know. And I was in the back bedroom saying hello to Cleo, my my gal at parties. Cleo is my stepsister's dog. Um, because she would always hide on, she's a street dog and would always hide on the bed. Anyways, I would always go say hi to Cleo. And so I was in there because like the party was like not happening and I was just not having it. And then all of like my main people at the party like came into the bedroom with me and we were just like laying there doing something. And Allie, I will shout her out because I love her to death, Allie Timmons, um, basically like kicked me, drug me, kindly guided me out of the closet and just like straight up asked me and was like, you're bisexual right and I like in that moment was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then after like four seconds of doing that was like yeah and she was like yeah okay cool um so are we gonna go back out there and drink and it was like totally like casual 15 seconds of like let's all get it out in the open because I know you're freaking out about it and then move on because it's totally okay and also everyone out majority of the other people sitting in this room are also a part of that community right so like it's not a big deal and like no one really gives a shit and everyone loves you anyways and I was like oh my god that's so like that's really what I needed at that time we'll go into that after Matt's done about how everyone's journey is different and it should be different because you're an individual and like that will not go well with everyone who is questioning or in the closet per se um 
But yeah, it was like totally normal, 15 seconds. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I started getting more comfortable with like telling people that. And for a long time, it was like a weird dichotomy in my life because like for some groups, it was like very open and honest about it. And like that was a thing and everybody knew and it wasn't like a big deal, but like it was that and then it, other people had no idea whatsoever and it wasn't like I didn't do that on purpose I was just like not I don't know I think it was because like I was going out with those people and we were talking more about like setting me up and like trying to find me a person that I was with other groups of people so it wasn't natural in conversation and I always have hated the idea of like having like a sit down coming out type talk and experience like that's personally not what I wanted to do and I think that for me it was like overrated and also plays into the fact that it's a bigger deal than it needs to be normalize it because like what straight person has ever sat people down and been like I just have something to tell you guys I'm straight like no one does that so like I didn't feel the need to do that Um, so yeah, I can end there and then we can talk about how I came out to my parents and all that after. I was going to say, you also have said that you were like waiting to like be dating somebody to have that conversation. I feel like that's a lot easier rather than like doing it beforehand. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did when I started dating Nat, which she will tell you like when we both came to the agreement that like it was something we were talking about to other people. Some, well, because she has her story, which she will tell in like a minute of like, I wanted to give her the space to tell her own story and didn't want her to feel pressured or like I outed her in any way because I wanted to tell people. So when she was ready for me to be able to tell people, then that's when I started telling people. But like that's what it was if I wanted to have a person in my life that I was like yeah I'm dating someone not necessarily I'm a bisexual but like I have someone in my life and that's what I did I told you and other friends and then I told my mom I sat my mom down and um told her that I was seeing someone and sat my dad down and did the same thing and everyone thankfully was like super loving and awesome and like was like so stoked for me and yeah hell yeah dude yeah now we're switching gears (laughs) because mine was a long drawn out process being a great ally in high school knowing secretly that I was probably bisexual to a night (laughs) yeah mine is much shorter than that let's go nat let's go i've had lots of thoughts about it though like i have thoughts that i can put in here so really what happened was like we i think we explained earlier a little bit about like how we met so i like showed up to this house of people hanging out like a small group of people hanging out and brie was there and i walked in and just like immediately was kind of like drawn to her and in that moment thought genuinely thought like have had no previous thoughts that I could be bisexual or like lesbian or attracted to women at all 
so in that moment, when I walked into that door, thought I was straight, like, just to be clear, like I had no previous thoughts about this. So like when I walked in the door, I genuinely thought like, oh, I'm just like drawn to this person. Like somehow, Bernie like sometimes friends. you're, yeah. Like somehow, like, sometimes you're just like drawn to that person. Friends with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like the night progressed and she was not wanting to talk to me. And I had this whole thing in my head being the stubborn person that I am of like, if she's not going to talk to me, I'm going to make her want to talk to me <laughs> because first of all, can I put in here? It wasn't like I was going out of my way not to talk to her. I just never thought I would see her ever again and like was already a little drunk. So I was like, I'm not going to like put all this time and energy. This is like really bitchy of me because it wasn't like a big party. But I was <laughs> like, I'm just like not going to put the time and energy in now. If I see her again at another party, then I will. But I was like, I'm never going to see her again. So it doesn't really matter. So that's like my, I'm like, I'm going to get this person to want to talk to me kind of thing. So then like throughout the night, we're like drinking and playing games. And Brie and I were kind of just like, like flirting sort of. And I like didn't think of it like that in the moment. But the person that I had come with, like come to the it's, it wasn't really a party. It was more like a hangout, a like a get together. Yeah. But the person that like brought me to, yeah, the per- okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the person that like met a soiree. <laughs> the person that like brought me to the soiree is also part of the LGBTQ community. The alphabet and, mafia. So he was like very the perfect person to have in that scenario. So I genuinely Thank had. You. Yeah. I like genuinely had all of these thoughts within one night of like, I walked in straight, Brie and I started flirting. I didn't recognize it as flirting. And then I started recognizing it as flirting because I was like, okay, if I were making these comments to, and like receiving these comments from a man, like it would be flirting. I would categorize it as flirting. So like, why is it not that way if I'm doing it with a woman? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, we're flirting. Right. Like that's what's happening is like we're flirting. So then I had like in my mind, okay, well, like Brie and I are flirting. And then I like came to the other like realization like throughout the night. This is like throughout like hours of a night. Like this night lasted like far longer than it should have lasted. I think we've all had nights like that. But um, clean. like throughout the night, it was like these realizations I was having. And then like. We were walking home from the bars and I told my friend that had brought me there, like, I think I might be in debris and I don't know what to do about it because I've like never been into a woman before. And I, I just like, don't know how to navigate that. And I don't know if this is something I should like act upon or if it's just a weird thing. And he was like the perfect person to have in that moment and just was like why don't you just go for it and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work and if it does then like you know like you know something more about yourself and like that's like a really awesome thing and I was like great okay that's like easy yeah it seems super easy and casual and casual yeah which is like kind of breeze coming out experience of like the perfect person to have in that scenario where it's a casual thing it's not something that's like oh let's sit and talk about this like that's not what i needed i didn't need to like have a conversation about it i just needed someone to be like 
Hey, it's no big deal. Like do it if you want to do it. And if you don't, that's fine. But like, if you try it and it doesn't work, then like, what do you have to lose kind of thing? Right. So then we like got back to the house and there was like not that many people up anymore. And so we like played a game and Brie and I continued to flirt. And then like the next thing I remember, like everybody else had gone to bed and Brie and I were standing in the kitchen together. And I was doing the thing that I do when I'm drunk of like repeating myself over and over and over again. And I was kind of like freaking out and just was like, I don't know if I should do this. I've never done this before. And I kept saying this out loud to Brie and Brie was like the awesomest person in that moment of like, it's okay. We don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And I just like realized in that moment that I was like talking in myself in circles and like, we were just going to stay here and do this same thing if like nothing happened. So then I kissed her Yes, in the kitchen at like four in the morning or something like that. And we like, I, I don't, and she doesn't remember our first kiss because <laughs> she was so drunk. Great. I know. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. It's so bad. Are you kidding? No, no, I don't remember the first one. I remember like sequences after it, but like the first initial one, I, but like for me, in, I know it's not something yeah. I'm proud of. I wish I could go back and be like, don't drink as much as you did, but. So then the next it's day, fine, whatever. Then the fine. next day, we I Brie called into work and we like spent the whole day together, like watching movies and like goofing around and like Brie made me lunch and we like cuddled on the couch all day together and it was like like such a good day together. And in my mind, I was I'm like very matter of fact about everything. I think like I'm just like I like if this happens, then this is like just how it is. Like yeah. that's. So I was like, okay, well, I kissed a woman and I liked it. I kissed, I kissed a girl and I liked it. And taste, the taste of, of her blisters, plastic. But that is, in my mind, like that was like, I enjoyed it and like I enjoyed every moment after that. And like I'm flirting with this person and she makes me feel good and like I'm attracted to her. So that means that like I'm bisexual because I had dated men my entire life. So like before then, so I was like, okay, well I've dated men. I'm now attracted to do a woman. That must mean I'm bisexual. And to me, that was like, just very like, that's okay. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. Like that's good for you. And I, I think like, I've thought about it afterwards. Like I have people talk about like internal homophobia a lot in this community of like, growing up with that and like feeling that growing up. And I feel that in a very different way than I've ever heard of before. Like I feel that because like my experience was much easier than like most people have. Like my experience was very much like, oh, this is just who I am. And I'm not, I don't question that at all. I'm just going to like own it and like be confident in that because like right. I love this person and like she's amazing and I there's no reason for me to feel like I'm doing the wrong the wrong thing in quotes I'm like air quoting for the people that can't see but like <laughs> I feel internal homophobia because of it being so easy almost like it's oh, almost like maybe it's not internal homophobia maybe it's like something different but I oh it's like it's like guilt. imposters yeah well it's like the imposter syndrome like yeah. It's like, I feel imposter syndrome for being in this community because it's been so easy, so for, easy me. for you. Yeah. Right. Let me ask you this. Have your like, f- 
friends and family when you came out to them post meeting Brie? Like, has it been easy for you? So that's the other thing is like, I, I mean, I think Brie and I both have had like a really easy time, like coming out to people. And like, Uh I felt really nervous talking to my parents about it, not because I didn't think they were going to support it. Like my parents are like incredibly supportive and like support everything that I believe in. Like, right in ever like morally I would say like support everything I believe in so I never thought for a minute that like they wouldn't support this but it's just like nerve wracking I'm very close with my parents and it's like super nerve-wracking telling them something that feels like a big thing that they don't know about me right and I'm like not like a kid like it's not like I've only been around for like 11 years like it's like I'm a full adult and I'm like and they've watched me grow up and like all of this stuff and they think that they know me and then I'm like telling them this big thing that they don't know about me yet right and to me that was just like nerve-wracking just because it's like it's like now part of who I am it shouldn't be a big thing but it's like feels like a big thing and that's like I think this is what I was gonna say when you were explaining your situation like you didn't want it to be a big conversation and like I too didn't want it to be a big conversation. And um, Brie was very accepting and like understanding and patient with, because she had already like come to terms with and come out to like a lot of her groups where she was already out and I had hadn't gone through that yet I was just going through that because I had just realized this about myself so she was very understanding of like we can keep this private for as long as you want to keep this private for good job and like as long as you feel comfortable about that and like you let me know what (laughs) you let me know like when you're comfortable with that anyway so I like came out to my parents it was supposed to be like more casual than it was but they were like watching a movie and I like went in and it was like hey can I talk to you about something my mom was like oh my god you're pregnant I'm like no that's not it oh god no <laughs> yeah you she don't worry about that, that. You. she said no, she, oh my god oh my god you're making me nervous or something like that but um yeah they're like super accepting all of my friends have been super accepting good I mean I like and that's the other thing is like I've had a really easy time. Like I just yeah. surround my people myself with people that are accepting of any of that. Like yeah. I don't think I would put myself around people that wouldn't be accepting of that even before I realized that that's who I was. Right. But yeah, that's my story. And now I've come to the conclusion of like <laughs> or maybe not maybe not the conclusion. I don't know if I've like come to this conclusion yet, but I also you will never get a test of this theory, which I'm stoked about they think we're both stoked about but so like Bree and I are very like happy together and we're planning on being together for the long run and like <laughs> and like yeah we're gonna get married someday however if that wasn't the case I have come to the realization of like I don't know that I would want to go back to a man like I don't know after dating a woman like because this is the best thing that I've ever done. I don't know if it's just because Bree and I have like an incredible relationship and like we are just made for each other and like incredible together or if it's like dating a woman like if this is just like 
dating a woman is like so much better than dating a man. I don't know. There's crazy bitches out there. Like That's there's true. Cra- there's crazy people in the lesbian community, which is what we're also going to talk about. Like lesbians do be crazy. That's true. Because for some reason, do you have? No, I just was going to say, like, I don't know that I would want to go back to a man. So yeah. now I'm, like, questioning, like, am I fully lesbian? And I just have dated men my entire life. And the reason that that hasn't worked out ever is because I'm actually not that into them. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. But let's talk about... Pop off! <laughs> let's go! <laughs> I hope some of my ex-boyfriends are listening. This that would be hilarious. That would be funny. Um, you guys suck. <laughs> All men suck. Except for Zach. Zach. But let's talk about crazy lesbians because I have never experienced this. This is another thing about the bisexuality. Thank God. And Nat is a newly bisexual, so she never has experienced this. But there's what are you talking about? This right now? thing that we have been told by multiple sources, and I've heard like. It's on the internet. All these things. That bisexual women in particular, and I, it might be the same for men. We've only heard stories on the women's side, so we're not going to speak for men. Yes. But for bisexual women, there tends to be a lot of hate from lesbian women because they are mad for whatever reason and get, like, angry or jealous or whatever and like cannot like tell bisexual women basically like pick a side like choose a side because Mm -hmm. you can't be in the middle yeah and so like i've heard a lot of stories of like bisexual women going on dates with lesbian women who or lesbians i guess we don't have to put lesbians who when they find out that the other person is bisexual will like end the date or like not go on a second date or, or like, like completely, completely change off. the mood yeah. after finding out that they're bisexual, which is so crazy to me. Okay. Here's the devil's advocate. I have a very close friend. I will not disclose okay. her name, but I have a very close Can friend down for me? Who, who is lesbian okay. and has been through multiple relationships where she is with people who are not fully lesbian but are bisexual right because they're attracted to her Mm -hmm. obviously they're in a relationship with her Uh but then automatically go to men after Mm. and for her it's been really really hard because she feels almost like an experiment to them like oh "Oh, let me test out like this women's side like i know that i'm attracted to women so let me test it out okay this didn't work out like let me go back to men yes and that's really hard for her to internalize because she's like well okay what's wrong with me i can see i can see how that there's like a little bit of empathy there you know i can see how that would because there are a lot of people i i mean i feel like there's a lot of people now that are like now that it's like more widely accepted that are like coming out as bisexual or like maybe not coming out as bisexual, but like go through like a bisexual phase per yes. se. Yes. And then they're like, oh wait, I don't think I'm actually but bisexual. But this is the thing about that. It's always happened because you like that's the joke in the community of like, yeah, your mom was a lesbian at some point in college because like that's the thing that like is also overly sexualized of like women go through this phase in college. Because like, men suck. <laughs> except 
except for Zach. Except for Zach. Except for Zach. the one rule. That can just be our caveat. Men suck except for Zach. <laughs> but I think that it's easier nowadays because of dating apps to go and explore that side of you without the like awkward or uncomfortable or like outing that occurred when you had to do that in person and like feel out if like you're you identify as a woman and like you're trying to experiment with another person who identifies as a woman like like finding out if the other person wants that as well like that's a weird thing to do in person and like suss out in person but like now you can like click a button that says like yeah I'm into both men and women or like I don't know if dating apps have all genders which they should but you know what I mean like it's just easier nowadays to do that than it was in the past and so I do agree that that sense of it is like really shitty I don't like whatever you are doing sorry I was itching my foot um But I do agree that I think for lesbian women, that's probably really, really hard to have, like, that you are the experiment. Right. Like you're but the- I also feel like it's, like, totally fair for anybody to, like, need that experimental phase. And also, I have friends that are bisexual and lean more towards men, but are also attracted to women. So, like, in your friend's case, like, that person could actually be bisexual, but they're more attracted, they're, like, typically more attracted to men than they are to women. So they have the, like, one woman that they're attracted to versus, like, the next five men type of thing. But to to also add on to that, I've also heard other people talk about, like, going through, not necessarily phases, but there are, like, points and times in your, like, bisexuality where, like, you're really attractive, like, really attracted to just men. Not to say that you aren't women, but there's, like, points and times where you're, like, I just, like, getting, like, really uncensored here. Like, I just want dick right now in my life. And then there are other points in time <laughs> where it's, like... Like, I want some badge, and then there are other times where it's like, I could go either way. I'm blushing over here. This is literally so turning red. red right now. But, but oh that's gosh. like a thing, and I I'm think. Such a child. <laughs> I think going. I've gone through that of like being like, I'm like strictly not strictly but like I'm more focused on dating men than I am women right now or the opposite of like I'm looking for a woman and not a man but I it's not to say like if a great man when I'm looking for women comes along I'm not going to be like no it's like a sliding scale of percentage well, of like where you are I think and now you're like 100% Natalie yeah, it's a, it's a completely different scale in 1,000%. Yes, it's not, not alone. Um, yeah. I think that I lost my train of thought. Yeah, you so did. Cute. That was so cute. I know. Um, I know. I think that that's, like, why I'm going through this, like, 
maybe I'm fully lesbian. Like maybe I'm not bisexual because I don't know that I would want to um, like date a man after this if we were to not like be together for the rest of our lives. But also one of our other friends asked me this. I can't remember when it was. I think it was just, we just like hang out with them and like get high regularly. So we have like deep conversations often and it's just like us and like one other couple. But he asked me, was when um, we were bowling. He's asked me this before, though. Oh, okay. Of he's asked me this multiple times. Of like, do you see yourself now that you've dated a woman and now that you're with Brie? Do you see yourself being more attracted to women than you have before? And I was like, or than men? Is that's what that was his question? Like, do you see yourself being more attracted to women than men? And I 100% go through that of like. And I don't know if it's because I've never like fully realized that like when I notice women on the, on like, I don't want to make sound creepy, like on the street. Like, I don't like, I thought you were going to say on the rooftop. I was like, Matt, what are you doing? I'm what Santa Claus. No, I like, if I like notice, a, like, I feel like in the past, like Bree said that she went through the whole high school thing of like, oh, I want to be friends with that person. Like, I'm not attracted to them. I'm just, like, really just want to really be, friends, want to be with friends with them. I want to hang out with them all the time. I went, God, I was so but bisexual. Like, I, I also went through that, and I never realized it until now I'm, like, actually dating a woman and bisexual, and I look back on it, and I'm like, holy shit, I totally went through that also. Of like, oh, my God, I just want to really be good friends with this person, and I totally was attracted to them. Right. But now that I'm like actually out and bisexual, I totally am more attracted to women than I am to men. Yeah. And I think that goes with like the fluctuating, like sometimes you just go through. But I also think that you're now like you've spent you spent 23 years of your life, almost 24 years of your life, like thinking that you were straight and that you only like men. And I just lost my train of thought. No, and now I have this whole, like, world opened up of, like... Yeah, but now you've discovered this whole other side of you, and you're like, oh, my God, I've never allowed or thought... Allowed myself to be attracted to women. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, my God, all these women are attractive, and I'm, like... you got some catching up to do. I'm, like, noticing that more because I, like, never allowed myself to do that before. Right. But we've... Brie and I have talked about this. This is our, like, last point that we're making, but Brie and I have talked about this before of, like... Like, looking back on, um, <laughs> sorry, looking, <laughs> looking, looking back on, you can't whisper during like, the podcast, I swear to God. Okay. Looking back on, like, childhood movies or, like, friendships that I had where I, like, got really upset when we, like, would get in an argument or something like that. Like, I totally have my entire life been attracted to women. Yeah. And just am now looking back. And I still have moments where it's, like, I'll, like, remember a moment and be, like, oh, my God, I didn't even remember this until right now. And I'm, like, I was attracted to that person. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back in a second. Um, oh. (laughs) Wait, literally? Why do you always do this to me? I'm always talking about something else. And then you press record. It's so unprofessional. It's so rude. I see. There's buggies. There's buggies. (laughs) I can't. I have 
like 10 bug bites on my body. Oh, no. It's because the air conditioning doesn't, <coughs> is in existence. So I have to open it's the BS. window. It's BS. <laughs> and then the screens on the windows are not a thing. No. So bugs come into my room and they oh. bite me. Oh. But it's better than sweating in your bed. You need to move. Yes. That's BS. Do you want to move into our apartment? Yes. No, someone's looking at it, I think. Anyways, side note. Okay. Um, Thank you, Bree and Natalie, for so sharing your stories. Here's what I was going to sort of go into and end this with. If you, um, Do you have questions for us? Me? Like yeah. a Q&A session. Ah, as a straight ally. Ah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> or like it could be bisexual. Who knows? I or about like us as a couple, us as individuals, or just the community in general. Yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest question I have in my mind is like, how do people help support this community and normalize it a bit more? Because I don't, I don't want it to be something that is not normal. And I know that we're heading towards that as a society, but like, how do people like me? Who, you know, like I'm in a, like I'm straight and in a relationship. Like how do I best support you guys to make this as normal as possible for you? Do exactly what you just said. Make it normal. Don't make it a big deal. Okay. Okay. Matt and I have talked about this, that the reason, part of the reason why, like, we think people have been so accepting and we've had such an easy time is because of the fact that this is a relationship this is a normal relationship and that's a full stop. There's nothing right. different about our relationship or telling people about our relationship because of the fact that we're two women. And that's like a way to normalize it is like this treat your people who are in the LGBTQIA plus community as if they were your straight friend in the fact that it's a relationship that person has feelings about other people they're in love they're not in love they are experimenting are experimenting they're attracted to they're whatever like it's all normal and treated as such and i think the other thing to go along with that is like it's like with any community right now of like, if you're not a part of that community and you want to be a good ally to that community, I think there's a time and place to have conversations and to talk. But I think a lot of the time what needs to happen is for like people to like sit down like, this is going to be really harsh, but, like, sit down and shut up and, like, let people who are in that community and who need to have their voices be heard have their voices be heard and amplify those voices rather than trying to talk over them or shut them up, shut them up or, like, think you're a great ally by, like... Speaking on their behalf. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. if you sit down and listen and have a conversation and i'm not saying like i love when people ask us questions about this it's one of the favorite my favorite things about being a part of this community is that like i love being able to 
help people where I can and answer questions where there's confusing things. And like, I don't have all the answers. I don't know a lot about this community that I'm a part of. And like, I'm still learning about it because I ask questions, but like, just know that there's a time and a place to do that. And there's also a time and a place for you to just not be the one to talk and to amplify people who need to be heard and that I would I would say not to, sorry no you I didn't mean to interrupt you but I would say that like always assume that asking questions is the best thing to do because it is, it is and I would and I think I don't want to speak for everybody but I speak for Bree and I of like I would so much rather have people ask questions whether that be about me and my journey or about our relationship or about the community at a whole, even if I can't answer those questions, I would rather them be asked than have someone assume something about us or about me or about the community or about what they should be doing. Right. Like you just asked, like, what can we do better? Like, or what can I do better? Or like, what can we do as allies to like, for this community is that's exactly it is like, ask those questions and like be open about, the response that you're going to get. Yeah. And I know that it's really uncomfortable and scary to like put yourself in a vulnerable position to like ask like to you what may be a really stupid question of like do it and be in that uncomfortable position because then you're going to learn and once you ask it and get an answer then you're going to have more knowledge and not have to ask that again instead of being uncomfortable and like sitting in the corner and like not having an answer because you're too afraid to ask and the other part of that for me specifically if I get asked a question that I don't want to answer I'll tell you that yeah but I would much rather have you ask me that question and for me to say I'm not comfortable answering that I don't have an answer or whatever it is, then for you to not ask at all. I mean, I've said this to everybody that I came out to of like, I am like very new to this. I'm not sure that I'll be able to answer your questions, but I would much rather you ask them than not. Right. And if I don't have an answer, I'll tell you. Like, right. I don't know the answer to that. Mm -hmm. When I figure it out, I'll let you know kind of thing. Like, yeah. But that just goes back to like making it, I was just, I was going to say off of like making it normal. Like when I came out to my parents, my dad was like, is that it? Yeah. Good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's all. He's like, oh, okay. Like, cool. Thanks for like letting us know. Yeah. And like, you didn't need to tell us. And like, I appreciate you telling us kind of thing. Like you don't need to like tell us everything about your life, but I appreciate that. And like, that's, that's awesome what it needs to be of like oh okay that's it like you're yeah. just dating someone like that's like okay yeah, like yeah. let's move on with our day kind of thing like that's it doesn't need to be made a big deal like that's like really I think what it boils down to is like it doesn't need to be made a big deal and like when you're asking questions it doesn't need to be like a sit-down conversation of like okay also, these are all the yeah. questions that I have about this it can be like on the fly like in the car on the way to somewhere like hey I just thought of this question like also, I just, I'm just wondering, like, yeah. X, Y, and Z about the LGBT community or, like, about your journey or about you and Brie. Like, it's better to be asked in those situations and made not a big deal than, like, a sit-down, like, okay, 
I have five questions, like that kind of situation. If you want to do it that way, you can. It's better to ask questions. But you saying that just made me have the thought of like, also, if you are not like super close to that person, like who's a part of that community or in a relationship, like the people who are in a relationship, don't ask questions that you wouldn't ask your straight friends. Like, especially pertaining to, like, sex things or, like, stuff like that. It's, like, if you wouldn't go up and ask your straight friend this question, you don't get to ask me. Like, just because I'm dating someone of the same gender doesn't mean that you now have the floor to ask all of these questions about personal things when you don't know me or you're not as close to me as you should be when asking those questions like if you were to ask us those questions completely different story yes well because like we've talked about it and like but also if i were to meet a random stranger at a party and i was like yeah i'm bisexual i'm dating a woman and then 15 minutes into our conversation i don't care how intoxicated you are you don't like you wouldn't ask your straight friend that question don't ask me right or anyone in that community because it's none of your effing business like that's my bs it's none of your effing business what happens really it happens with like sex conversations it does it's none of your business if you want to know about it there are porn sites that do not (laughs) there are porn sites that do not oppress women stop now stop now sissy is now blushing again There are porn sites. Okay, wait. Next question. That are made. This is only about one question. For I'm just giving people like if you want to know like finish your thought. There quickly. are porn sites that don't oppress women and like are done in the right way that don't overly sexualize or fantasize things that like can be very educational that you can go learn about or try it for yourself if you're interested in it. Anyways, next question. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think okay. my last question for you both, okay. just to end it on like a light, light fun note. Okay. He's like, what's your favorite thing about each other? Oh, God. you go first. Oh, I go first. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt right. I, everything about Natalie is my favorite thing. No, that doesn't count. That I know. Count. I'm going to go into it afterwards, but like even the things that annoy the living shit about me uh, about what annoy the living shit out of me shit out of me me about her are still like really cute to me sometimes i hope it stays that way (laughs) (laughs) i have a feeling it will yeah um my favorite thing about ms natalie nestor is um I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. Um, uh, she doesn't have an answer. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> is how incredible she is. That's a broad, I'll go into further detail, but I have never in my entire life met anyone like Natalie in the sense of she cares and loves and like puts everything 
she has into everything that she does without fail and without question and does not for the most part give a shit what people think because that's what she wants to do and that's how she wants to do it and that's how she lives her life and it's like so incredible to watch her do literally anything because of how she puts herself into it and it's like one of the greatest joys of my life to like sit back and like watch not interact with people or like just go above and beyond for her friends with things that like no one would ever think of like on a random Wednesday just because or when she does photography or like deals with kids or like sells art to people like she puts everything she has into it and you can tell that she's passionate about those things and it's really like she's uh, gonna start crying <laughs> it's like the most I'm just over here sobbing. It's, <laughs> it's like the most incredible thing ever and i am so incredibly lucky and grateful that i am a recipient of all of those things and like cannot believe how in the hell you literally have to stop (laughs) i can't right now this is actually crying wrap it up (laughs) (laughs) you don't know how the hell i ended up with you but i'm very grateful i love you i love you okay my favorite favorite thing about brie is this is where i actually will start crying I oh, that's some pressure, bro. Have a lot that I, I also have a lot that I could say. Like, mm. there's a lot of things that I love about Brie, and I like have an ongoing list of like things that I love about her, and like Shame. I learn more and more every mm. day. Like, I I find something every day that I love about her. Mm. However, this still stands to this day and like is the same has been the same through our relationship of like the thing that I love most about her is that she has the biggest heart that I have ever experienced in my entire life. Like she loves people so deeply and like even people that she hasn't even met or like come in contact with like the empathy that she has for other humans and their situations is above and beyond anything that I've ever met. I've ever seen in my entire life. Like she will see a video on Instagram and like cry over a video on Instagram because she genuinely feels like in her being, she feels like sorrow and sadness for like somebody that she's never even come in contact with, which is so out of the ordinary and like unique and I've never seen that in a person ever in my entire life and like I also get to be a recipient of Mm. that of like she is the most understanding person and empathetic towards any situation that I've ever been through Mm. which like I've come home with like very little patience and she has the most patience and empathy for like anything that I'm going through which is just like, what else could you ask for? Oh, you're so cute. Oh, it's fine. They're kissing. I'm third <laughs> It's okay. I'm just crying on the side. What's your favorite thing about us, sissy? <laughs> that you guys let me hang out with you. 
and let me enjoy your beautiful relationship <laughs> on the side. <laughs> no, seriously, fun fact. I have known both of these people individually yeah, that's for true. so long. That is, we have a very unique like friendship with you. You out of like. I know. in our friend group has known us individually the longest out of anyone else. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, for those of you that don't know, um, Natalie and Brie both grew up in Park City, but didn't really know each other. And I knew Natalie through dance and through one of my best friends, Isabel. And then I knew Brie, obviously. And then we danced together for like years. Yes, for years. And then I knew Brie through school. And I, you know, I've been friends with both of them. So to see them both just merge together in this type of way, it's just been so lovely because they're both such bright and lovely human beings. And I don't know, to see them both this happy just makes me really happy <laughs> yeah so i'm not gonna cry again <laughs> as i'm wearing one of your the bitch jar st patrick's day necklaces <laughs> anyways but yeah okay well this has been really lovely i know <laughs> we'll do this again i'll come and yeah please guest star again guest star again i mean i'm sure you'll be in the same apartment that we record these things at at some I'll point be yelling, anyway. I'll be yelling comments from the kitchen. That's totally like fine. That. <laughs> Brie and I don't know what our next podcast subject will be, but please, I'm gonna keep them tune on track. in and listen. Don't worry, I'm gonna keep them on track. Definitely. We got this, Brie. As always, you can contact us and follow us at it's BS Podcast on Instagram. We're gonna the re- fact re- that I you we're don't gonna rebrand. Know. Not like it's BS, but I'm gonna make a logo and like a See, thanks to Natalie, we will be rebranded <laughs> soon. <laughs> we also have a Twitter and if you, you do. Yeah, and <laughs> a Gmail. <laughs> it's BS podcast at gmail.com. Send in your questions. Send Let us know questions. what you want us to talk about. And uh we'll and topics. We'll see you next time. Um, from Brie and Sissy. It's and Nat. And, and Nat. Nat. And love is love and all men suck but Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See ya. Bye. <laughs>